Welcome to Built to Scale e-commerce show with Darius and Justin. We are the founders of Ad Kings Agency, an industry-leading boutique e-commerce, Facebook ads, and omni-channel funnels growth agency. Our insights and expertise have helped to generate over $45 million in revenue and spent over $18 million on paid acquisition for our clients in the last year alone. In this podcast, we open up about the marketing and business development strategies and tactics we use to get these results. Hello, hello, everyone. I hope everyone is having a great day. Today, we'll be talking about, I guess, one of the hardest decisions that you'll make in your business. Guess what type of decision it is. It's not about the money, actually. It's actually about firing your teammates. And I know that firing people might be hard. It might feel that you're disappointing them or like you're disappointing yourself. However, I think you should always be very clear about what are your standards, what type of standards people should meet, and when you need to say bye to them. Let's talk more about it, how and when to do it, as well, what type of situations we had. If I look back, even what type of people we fired this year or previous years. And I think I've said already quite a couple of goodbyes. I believe definitely I have something to share because the experience is coming not only from here, but from other organizations where I was leading bigger teams before. Some horror situations in our experience. So I guess the most absurd ones are when people cannot admit that they did something wrong and they're like really disappointed, writing huge messages and always saying F you. And we had a couple of those, to be honest. I tried to skip those just because people just get very emotional. I don't know, it's work. And if people cannot perform, I'm not sure if react emotionally or so is the best way of doing it. Maybe actually just ask for feedback or understand why this decision was made instead of just saying that it's bullshit or so. There are some other type of people where they don't really bother. You kind of say that we need to separate our ways and then they just ask, okay, just pay me for the rest of the time and I won't do anything or they just disappear and that's it. They just vanish, which for me is very odd as well. You don't respect other people. For me, it's like really strange. You just don't care and they vanish. Sometimes it happens with the clients as well. So it's really odd. I always have this business ethic mindset that you should own it. What type of agreement you had, what you agreed on in the contract or so, like you should own it no matter what's the kind of a situation. But in these or situations when people are seeing almost F you or they just disappear and don't respect you as a person, as an individual. To be honest, I'm very happy just because then I know that I made the right decision and we don't want to have these type of people in our team, for sure. Now, about when, how to do it. Some recommendations from my perspective, what to do in order to prevent it. Firstly, I think it's really, really, really important to set the right expectations. Be very clear of what you expect from the individual, how they should work in a team, what the team is expecting, how they should be performing and so on. You should be very aligned on what is the expectation because it can be very easy to have a misaligned expectations and maybe you're just 
subconsciously ex- expecting something and the other person is don't really understand that. Setting real clear expectations even before hiring the person is really important for sure. Having very clear responsibilities, tasks and goals, definitely there are some situations where responsibilities are not as clear or so. And again, you should be setting the expectations that this is the position, this is the first you know, time that we're hiring you. We have some responsibilities in place. However, things can be changing or adapting according to the situation or so. You should be straightforward about it and the person should know from the very beginning. However, having as clear responsibilities and tasks and goals will be very helpful to evaluate their performance and as well for them to evaluate how they are doing in your team. I'm a big believer of putting a lot of tasks and pressure at the very beginning for these kind of a new hires or so. Just because, as they say, hire slow, hire fast. So within those first weeks, if they are like really occupied, then you will see how they're dealing with the pressure, how they're dealing when they cannot deliver and things are just too much. Will they go an extra mile and they do more and they meet the deadlines or they will not meet the deadlines and they will be not informing you, which I would say is a really huge red flag. Or they would be able to say, I'm not capable of doing it. Is it okay that I'll postpone this one or another task? But they actually communicate about this. And I would say this is a good thing as well. So I'm a huge believer of giving a lot of tasks at the very beginning. And I'm always saying to our team, do it and push as much as possible at the very beginning just to test how strong they are, how capable they are, and what type of issues might occur at the very beginning. And if they cannot deal with it, I guess they're you know not the best fit here because there will be definitely situations where there will be pressure and you want to know what type of personalities they are at the very beginning. Another thing is I love giving some freedom, meaning give a task which is kind of a challenging, but it lacks kind of a context to it and see how they can deal with this. Don't provide the context, even though you have a hard deadline and see how they will figure it out and what they will deliver. And this helps to to see how people are capable managing the task, managing the deadlines, managing the information, looking for the information. Will they ask a lot of questions or they will be able to find information on their own? And after, don't, you know, judge it. Maybe you have a certain perception of how you want this to be delivered. But you just don't communicate that. It's okay that they won't deliver as you have expected. But sometimes people actually deliver really good and what you were expecting because you just gave an extra time for it. And it's great. And this is how you'll discover that what type of individual they are and what type of support they actually need and how you should manage them. But just at the end of it, just be straightforward, say this was kind of a challenging task, the logic behind that I had. And just provide the feedback and that's it. They will learn and they will improve. And that's great. Not everything needs to be perfect, especially at the very beginning. So I would say giving challenging tasks without a context in how they can manage themselves. These would be, as I said, right expectations, clear responsibilities, giving freedom, putting a lot of pressure at the very beginning. I would say these would be my main ones for a newcomer. And now moving on, if a person is not performing, what do you do? Will you fire like straight away? And just have in mind, you should take part of responsibility if people are not performing sometimes because you're their manager. 
maybe you are doing something wrong as well. Have this mind as well. That's why if a person is not performing, give feedback, try to investigate and find the core reason and can be professional, it could be personal or so. Just try to figure it out. Ask the question why you didn't perform. What were the reasons that stopped you from performing better? Then once you are on the same page, give a specific period of time and be very specific with what you're expecting for them to deliver and as well how they should be acting or so, meaning how they need to change and have a specific deadline as well. And be very clear, don't go like around or so, like be straightforward, honest, say like, this is not something that I matter, whatever, just be honest, straightforward. So they would know that this is the situation. It's fine. If you can do better and improve, it's totally cool. But then as well say that this is a period of time, if you're not changing or improving, have in mind that you might be fired as well, just because this is not acceptable. You should do better. Once they know that they can trust, be open, and they know what you're expecting, they know the deadline and they know the consequences, that's it. You will just see if they can improve or not. And if they cannot, you just need to say goodbye to them. My recommendation would be still gather the feedback, maybe something that you should improve, maybe onboarding should improve or so. Every experience matters and you should be just open and listen. Take everything with a grain of salt. Everyone have their own perspective. People who you manage don't always have the full context that you might have. So gather feedback or do an exit talk and question them. As well, make sure that the team is aware this person is leaving and potentially why he is or she is leaving. Don't necessarily need to blame or whatever that person, but just inform your team. Because we had experiences when we didn't inform soon enough and people were amazed and disappointed or so. Now we're just informing the team as soon as possible and giving them a little bit of a context as well. To be honest, still, if a person is not performing, the team picks up the feeling of the other people very easily and they will feel and know that the standards that the person is getting is like lower than what they are doing. And if someone have lower standards, other team members might start on the performance well. So that's why it's really important as well, in some cases, to fire people. And, you know, there's like a level team just because one person can be dragging the whole team down. What I'm looking usually in a person while they're working, I'm giving those challenging tasks or so, I'm looking for a couple of things. And it's not necessarily about the specific experience or skills. It's more about personal skills in a way. They as individual or how they work in a way. I'm looking that they would be proactive. So meaning they would give inputs. If they have a challenging task, they will be able to manage it and find information which was not provided, but they added a couple of hours or like made a nice presentation or so. They should be proactive then they should be able to adapt. So in those challenging situations, be able to adapt to those, see things from the different perspective. If there is a high pressure, they're able to adapt as well. Either like to, to put an extra time or actually say that I'm not able to do it or so. They should be able to adapt. And as well, another thing, they should be able to communicate. Communication is everything. 
if they have a hard time in a family, they should give us the context that they won't be able to perform or do some things that's totally fine, we'll adapt. If something else is wrong, they should be able to communicate because if they just have everything for themselves, they are just creating more challenges for other people and not giving us the context, what's behind. So proactiveness, able to adapt, communication, they should deliver things on time. That's why like the deadlines some pressures and so on will be able to show you if they are able to deliver in time. They should be self-managed. I like when people don't ask too many questions because then you're kind of doing things on your own. They just do the process. But in the future, if you're not around, so whom they will ask or they just won't be able to deliver it without asking the questions. So for sure, there is a certain amount of questions that are good, but not too many. If they're like doing every task and they're just asking a bunch of questions, I'm not happy with this. And I'm always straightforward that, well, that's your task, kind of your responsibility. You shouldn't be asking all the things from me because I'm kind of actually doing the task for you. So be able to self-manage and especially in those like challenging tasks or a lot of tasks at the very beginning, just manage their time, manage their deadlines and so on. People should focus on the output as well. That's another thing is like if we use the objectives and key result methodology OKRs of what it is about, what it says, it's a lot about the key results and the output. And there's like another thing that initiatives, initiatives can change. If you have done a bunch of tasks and initiatives and you didn't reach the key result, there is no output, there is no result reached. So at the end of the day, process matters, but output is the most important thing because this is what you get paid for from the clients and as well, this is the result that you're creating. So people should focus on that. And the last thing I would say, people should take their ownership and not blame others. So if something happened and they will start blaming others that they didn't have enough context, that someone haven't done something or so, they're just pinpointing fingers and they cannot take the ownership. If they failed, they should be able to say that they failed and it's okay. You can sometimes say, for us, mistakes are okay. Everyone do the mistakes, but you should just take it that it was your mistake or so and take the ownership for that. So these are the things that I'm looking for. Proactiveness, able to adapt, communication, deliver on time, self-manage, focus on output, take ownership. I hope you enjoyed. This was a little longer episode, but it's definitely the learnings that we have gathered. We have seen with the other clients. This is something that I've been teaching the team. And to be honest, this has been pretty helpful. And if you can do it and we are doing this, I would say it's pretty enough. As you're on the same page, you're like honest with the people, you know what you're expecting. And if people cannot deliver, so maybe that's not a good fit for a team. Because if it's not fit for a team, it will be affecting negatively the whole team as well. So hard decision ever, but with the new person who is better, that will be the best decision ever of hiring that person and you will be growing exponentially. So I hope you enjoyed. Have a nice day. See you next time. Enjoying this podcast? Consider subscribing and sharing it with your friends. This helps us to grow and create more amazing content like this for you.